Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get the good newsletter. All the news they don't want you to hear and more. Let's get around big tech with the good newsletter. Stay in touch. Go to JustinBarclay.com slash good news. That's justinbarclay.com slash good news. Get the good news today. Welcome into the after show. It is the show after the show. That's why we call it the after show. Appreciate you being here with us today. Of course, a chance to uh, have the conversations that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Speaking of those great conversations, this weekend we uh, we dropped the podcast episode with Dr. Peter McCullough. Another story you won't hear anywhere else. A number of them. Some of the things, of course, he'd been under fire for well, telling the truth. The inconvenient truth that the fact checkers don't want out there. But he asked, hey, go ahead and fact check me on all these pieces. Great podcast. We did over an hour with him. So you want to hear some really interesting information, some behind the scenes, some of the stuff he's never talked about before. We'll also talk about what uh, what got him uh, and, of course, Joe Rogan in trouble. They, well, I say trouble, but um, well, this, there was an uproar. Remember when he appeared on the Joe Rogan show? Apparently, Joe added 20 million subscribers after that effort to cancel him, and they came out. Neil Young and all the rest of them. Again, this is another guy who they say, you, you're not allowed to have these opinions. In fact, you're not allowed to even talk about some of those things. That uh, That's a great podcast. The episode is up right now as we speak. You can jump online and uh, get all the the uh, the exclusive from that podcast. If you go to uh, iHeartRadio app, just search for West Michigan Live or wherever you grab your podcast, and you'll be able to download it. All right, first, I'll uh, start with thanking our sponsors for the After Show podcast today. I appreciate uh, the folks at PatriotSwitch.com who are helping us. You know, we, we talk about how important it is to vote at the ballot box when we when we have these elections. Uh, but, but you know, being involved, being engaged, all those things. But, you know, we vote with our dollars every day. Whether we admit it or not, whether we like to think about it or not, we vote with our dollars every single day. You go to a woke big box store or a big woke conglomerate, you are supporting the causes and the political agendas that they have. So think about that next time you do. What are they pushing on your kids in schools? What are they pushing every time they use their money to advertise on some of these legacy dinosaur mainstream media places? and the programming that they're pushing into your homes and into your kids' brains. What about the fake news that they support when they do these things? It's important that we take this country back, and there are several different ways to do that. Well, they say that money talks. Well, I think a lot of times it actually screams. Who we actually use our hard-earned dollars to support makes a difference. And that's why the folks at PatriotSwitch.com are excited. They're happy. They've... Helped over 2 million monthly shoppers make that switch to Patriot-owned, Patriot-supported, family-owned. They will never sell out. 
and made in the USA. Want to find out how you can make a difference, too? When you go to PatriotSwitch.com, you'll put in your name, your cell phone number, your email, and select my name, Justin Barclay, from that growing list, the drop-down mail there of Patriots who are helping spread the word about what's happening at PatriotSwitch.com. You can go to PatriotSwitch.com today and make a difference. I'm telling you, everything that we see, we look how these kids, our future, how they're being impacted on a daily basis, there's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake. But the good news is you can make a difference today. All right, we were just uh, wrapping up a conversation we had on the uh, on the air, and if you missed any of that, you can go back and listen to some of that podcast, but I'll just welcome him back in. Uh, Brendan Boudreaux with Great Lakes Gun Rights. We're talking about what we're seeing here nationally and also in the state. And, Brendan, you just mentioned in this state that Representative Steve Carr had come forth with a constitutional carry bill. Now, what this means is that you could legally carry in the state of Michigan. What are the restrictions of that? What does it look like? What did he... What did he propose out there? And he was stopped at yeah. his tracks, not by Democrats, but by people in his own party, it sounds like. Yeah, that's right. So constitutional carry, it's the simple idea that if you can legally possess a handgun, you should be able to carry it openly or concealed without having to get a permit. There's already 25 states that have passed constitutional carry laws, um, including our neighbors of Indiana and Ohio. This is not a radical idea. Mm. Uh, you know, in 2014, there were only four states that had constitutional carry laws, and we've just seen an explosion of, of states, and it's because of a grassroots movement of states, uh, Republicans and Democrats alike, feeling the pressure from gun owners to restore their right to self-defense. You know, we shouldn't have to have to get a, a permission slip to practice a, a fundamental right. Uh, so we have now 25 states that have restored this right for gun owners to carry a handgun for self-defense. And here in Michigan already, you don't have to have a permit to, uh, to openly carry a, a pistol. It's the practice of concealing it or having it in your car that requires the concealed pistol license. That if you don't have that, you can become a felon for carrying, a five-year felony uh, for, for carrying without a concealed pistol license. Um, that's actually punished more severely in Michigan than assaulting a police officer, which is only a four-year felony. Uh, you know, so we're looking at how the our gun rights here in Michigan Whenever, whenever Democrats, the gun control lobby, and rhinos talk about, oh, we just need more gun control, all you have to do is look at the books. There's a uh, uh, just a pile of anti-gun regulations on the books yeah. at the federal level and at the state level that criminalize the right to self-defense. Um, you know, so what State Representative Steve Carr was trying to do is he was trying to bring constitutional carry to the House floor so that we can have an honest conversation, open conversation about it. And, um, and and see where our politicians stand on it. And here in uh, here in Michigan, constitutional carry passed out of one chamber back in 2017 with majority support. Both Democrats and Republicans voted for it. 59-49, it passed. And so it's been years with Republicans in charge, without it getting committee hearings, without it being brought to the House floor. And you know, I spoke with Re Representative Carr about. It. I said, you know, we gotta we gotta bring this bill to the floor. So he filed a motion that is protected by the house rules protected by the state constitution and you know we let he let legislative leadership know i i spoke with members of legislative leadership and said we want to vote on constitutional carry and you know what was on display in lansing last week was legislative tyranny and and this isn't new uh in michigan they've been acting this way for years where if they don't want it 
they just rule it out of order or they gavel it down without even asking for a vote or they ask for a vote, but they gavel it down. For example, last week uh, when Representative Carr made the motion, um, Representative uh, Pam Hornberger was was in the chair. She was Speaker Pro Tem. She was overseeing the session. She didn't even lift her eyes to see if uh, Representative Carr's motion had support. It was scripted. Uh, and you want to talk about making p- people cynical towards politics. All you have to do is spend a day in, in Lansing and watch the, the circus, um, the, the charade that they are pulling in the Michigan legislature where uh, they disregard uh, what their constituents actually want. They treat conservatives within their own caucus like Democrats and toss them to the wayside. Hmm. And what's most shocking of all is that most Republicans claim to support constitutional carry, yet they're they're willing to bury it and and to not allow it to come up for a vote, frankly, to protect uh, their weaker members in the caucus and to keep this cordial relationship going with Democrats. Uh, which is just, I mean, this this really just grinds my gears. I, I spoke with you previously about how uh, Senate Majority, uh, excuse me, Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky was cutting deals with Democrats to hold hearings on red flag bills in, in Lansing. Um, and you know what? We're just, we're, we're tired of, uh, of being treated, uh, the gun rights community being treated this way by Republicans. So, so let me let me ask you, Bruno. Why, why would they want to do this? What's the strategy? What's the political advantage? Are they getting, uh, you know, is are there groups that are donated to them that 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 want to see these efforts stopped? What what is the thought process there? Because I think it's pretty clear. I don't know. This is my mind, but uh, folks ought to be able to uh, defend themselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's a couple things going on here. First of all, uh, House Republican leadership. Um, and Senate leadership, they they like uh, just running things as they like it, and they don't like to have anything else uh, come up. So they they grease the skids for the things that they want, and they silence dissent in their own ranks. And basically, they're silencing our our state representatives and our state senators. Uh, we don't actually have a voice in Lansing. Um, it's it's the Lansing bubble, and in the Lansing bubble, it's it's whatever they want. You know, their their constituents be damned. And, uh, and that's kind of, you know, the way that they run shows there. So whatever the Lansing bubble wants, it's whatever the Lansing bubble gets. And right now, to them, gun rights is a scary issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yet somehow the rest of the nation doesn't, you know, when it comes to 25 states passing constitutional carry laws, the rest of the nation doesn't seem to be too, too afraid of it. So, you know, there, there are powerful forces at play. There are also moderating forces within the Republican Party. I mean, all we have to do is look at what's happening in uh, in Washington D.C. When you have ten Republicans who have who have compromised with Democrats to pass gun control, mm-hmm. um, all we have to do is to see how Mike Shirky cuts deals with Democrats to hold hearings on gun control. Um, you know, so there there's just this you know the the moderating the moderating forces within the uh, the Republican Party to try to pull them to the middle to uh to infringe on our rights we had uh you know we don't have to look much further than what happened in 2020 with the, with the uh, cities burning i think that the sentiment <laughs> to me when i saw when i saw what happened in 2020 i think a lot of people saw this very similarly they thought to themselves okay this gun control argument this 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 fight is dead it is dead in the water it is off the table the police can't protect you uh, particularly in situations like this, it appeared that uh, they were allowing these cities to burn. 
Um, and and real real life people were threatened in those situations. And some, uh, I think you could make the case that were the most vulnerable in a lot of situations in a lot of cases. So all of that being said, uh, watching this happen now and come down to uh, really, I believe the argument is very simple. Do you have the right to defend yourself or not? The criminals, last time I checked, don't follow the laws. Uh, it, you know, so more laws just doesn't seem like that. A reasonable person might just come to the conclusion they're really not interested in stopping the criminals. They're interested in stopping you. A lot of folks have made the point. Look what they did over the last two years to us. And that's while, while we were all armed. It seems like they, they want something much different uh, than uh, common sense uh, gun reform. It's a, it's a completely different issue altogether. Uh, and we see this as, as, uh, as a Supreme Court justice. His life was threatened, an assassination attempt. They, they can't even. They, Pelosi doesn't even want to protect a Supreme Court justice in in this in this situation. So what are we supposed to do when it comes down to these these stories and and these situations? Those ten senators. You want to run through some of that here, who they are and yeah, what they're sure. looking for. Yeah, you know, all, all you have to do is look at the list of of senators who who are uh, negotiating with Democrats, and it's a who's who of moderates. Uh, Mitt Romney, John Cornyn, Pat Toomey, Rob Portman, um, uh, boy, let me think, Tom Tillis, uh, Richard Burr. Um, I see Susan Lindsey Collins. Graham in there, too. Lindsey Graham, of course. Yeah, he's he's a he's a problem. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you've got the list of who's who's of moderates who uh, who are supporting gun control. You know, they they're wanting to dish out state grants to encourage states, bribe states to pass red flag laws. Yeah, that's um, the, that's probably the most interesting part of it. Cause, and when they always do this, they'll mix things in, uh, right? So they'll say, so, so we, uh, we want to protect the schools. We want to secure the schools. Well, yeah, that we should be doing yeah. that, right? Um, yeah. But then they, they mix in, you know, the red flag. But it's not, as you mentioned, they're tying federal funding to this. Well, this is how they're going to get these states to move forward. You want that that addictive federal funding, then then you're going to have to you're going to have to put these these red flag laws into into play. And um, as we've seen here in Michigan, you just pointed out our legislature doesn't seem, really seem to have the backbone to be able to want to stop something like this. No, they they don't, and uh, that's that's the concerning thing is that. In Lansing, they're using gun rights as a as a bargaining chip. Uh, Mike Shirky used it to get Democrat votes on something else, uh, the promise to hold red flag hearings. And the Michigan, uh, Michigan House, I don't know what deal they've cut with the Democrats to keep uh, constitutional carry co- from coming from the fo- to the floor, but they keep doing it. Uh, and yeah, you're, you're exactly right. They always like to put a little lipstick on that pig uh, to try to get Republicans to vote for it. I'll give you a great example of this happening in Florida. Uh, after the uh, the school shooting at Parkland in 2018, uh, we had 67 A-rated NRA Republicans, uh, A-rated uh, with the NRA Republicans, who voted for a massive expansion of gun control. It included red flag. It raised the purchase to uh, raise the age to purchase a long gun to 21. It mandated waiting periods. Oh, and then they added this little uh, tidbit of school security. Uh, stuff into it but the whole rest of the bill was was atrocious and even the school security aspect of it required people to shoot like a navy seal basically to go 
be a school resource officer. So, but they were able to bamboozle Republicans to vote for this nonsense. And that's what it's kind of looking like in, in D.C. too, is that they put this nasty stuff in there, which if you're willing to fund red flag laws with, with federal tax dollars, you're basically saying that you support red flag laws and that they're a good thing. When we, you and I both know that red flag laws will be abused. Uh, they have been abused. We have a great example out in Colorado of, of somebody red flagging a sheriff um wow. uh, sheriff steve reams in weld county um you know and and you know the red flag laws here in michigan there uh, if if they were to actually pass the bills that were filed by rosemary bayer in the senate basically anyone would be able to file a red flag against anyone for any cause and there'd be little uh recourse for someone losing their rights without due process that's the problem that's the real issue here uh again Second Amendment, it's like the first. So you don't you don't have the right to say what you want. So you don't have the right to worship where you want to worship, and you can't print what you want to uh, print if uh, well only if you pass whatever uh, scrutiny that we, we will uh, will impress upon you. Some of the best arguments, particularly about firearms, when you hear people talking about the kind of firearms. So I guess some of the good news in, in this in this story is. There's no ban on uh, any particular uh, type of firearm here, but the the red flag laws would cover all of them, right? So uh, that's that's the concerning issue. But when it comes to technology, I thought this is a great point. I saw this made the other day. Is that you talk about? Well, the founding fathers they only wanted muskets to be uh, to be included in, in in your right to keep and bear arms, uh, and. Uh, it, and, and uh, you know, so they would they could never have imagined the type of firearms that we would have today, the, the type of weapons of war, you know, that they want to call. So uh, that's almost like saying, well, you know, the, 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 the right to, you know, the press is, is a free press. You know, they, they never could have imagined. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, anything uh, aside or different from the, the printing press and being able to print these. Now, man, could you think about the, they would, the Internet? What would they do with the Internet now? And they have computers? I mean, oh, my gosh, you can send weapons of war, these messages, these armed messages out to people on a daily. And, think, and by the way. Brandon, we're not far from that. We tell you about misinformation, the Department of Misinformation, the Department of Truth, all this stuff. I mean, gosh, um, we're not really far from that, but it's the same sort of logic. It just sort of exposes how absurd this whole thing is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the meme out there that reminds people that when when the founders wrote the Second Amendment, they didn't just get back from a hunting trip. They just got <laughs> built back from liberating yeah. a nation. Yeah. And yeah. and to think that this was just about hunting, Joe right. Biden keeps re- repeating this nonsense oh well you couldn't buy a cannon the second amendment wasn't buying about a cannon actually well, no that's and you have liberal you have liberal fact checker fact checkers telling you or telling us that joe biden is wrong on that one that tells you how far afield he is you, you know the it, it, I, these the, <laughs> no matter what argument they use these days it falls flat because of their complete failure 
and I say it's failure, but it might be success depending on the intention of where they are. But we're facing food shortages right now. You go to the grocery store, you may not be able to find food. So I, I might need that weapon to go out and hunt and bring some food in. So even if you say, I can't have it to go on, I should have anything available I can to go out and get that food and bring it back home. I may not be able to to, uh, to hunt at the grocery store, so to speak, anymore. I mean, we're, we're, yeah. we're really facing some strange times indeed here, and I don't even know if the founders could have seen some of this craziness coming. They did their best to protect us. It's what we do now, I think, that makes the biggest difference. Brennan, if people want to maybe want to contribute and they want to find out a little bit more about what you guys are doing at uh, Great Lakes Gun Rights, what can they do? Yeah, uh, come check us out. Check out our website, greatlakesgunrights.org. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Um, you know, would appreciate anyone and everyone's support. The only way that we can continue the fight for the Second Amendment Second Amendment here in Michigan is with the the support of of pro-gun Michiganders across the state, either by signing a petition or making a small donation. It goes a long way to make sure that we have the ammunition that we need uh, to fight to protect and restore our Second Amendment rights here in Michigan. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to, to talk about this with us today, and of course, continue the fight. Brendan Boudreaux, yeah. appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. You got it, Brendan Boudreaux, Great Lakes Gun Rights, and of course. Uh, you can find out more information, again, at greatlakesgunrights.org. Always, always a pleasure. Lots to get into here, folks. Oh, by the way, I guess I should probably... 40 shots fired at Michigan Discount Liquor Store shootout. Those, those, uh, I'm sure those were all law-abiding. Well, listen, here's the thing. It, it doesn't matter where you are. There are places that I won't go. You probably feel the same way now. Because you know you will not be protected. You, they, can't, they can't defend you. They can't protect you anymore. And why would they want to? They're constantly under attack as well. Law enforcement is facing the brunt of this on a daily basis. What we're seeing here, folks, is they want the fundamental transformation of this country. Barack Obama said it best himself. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it. Right in front of our faces, they want chaos. They want absolute chaos and pandemonium in the streets. They don't care. And again, they won't even protect a sitting Supreme Court justice because, again, the ends justify the means. He was asked about it this weekend, Democrat Senator Chris Coons, whether or not he thinks that these people should be protesting outside the homes of Supreme Court justices. And this is on the heels, or they might say amid of course, the uh, the the, the attempted assassin, the assassination attempt of uh, Justice Kavanaugh. Here's what he had to say this weekend. He doesn't even care. He doesn't care about that. Hey, go ahead and protest all you want. Senator, we're getting ready for this this ruling, and it's going to be controversial no matter what happens. If it matches the draft, leaked draft opinion or not, there is this this law on the books. I'm just asking, should they follow the law? Should the attorney general say yes, arrest those people before something happens? Well, Brad, I think uh, if the leaked version of the opinion is matched by uh, what would be a remarkable act of uh, judicial activism, conservative judicial activism, uh, there will be understandable anger uh, across the nation. Uh, As an elected official, I've certainly had protests uh, out front of my house. Uh, Many of us have who serve in Congress or in other elected offices. Uh, But we need to make sure um, that all appropriate actions are being taken to ensure the safety of members of our federal judiciary, including 
Supreme Court justice. Okay, Senator, we're no. getting ready for no. this this ruling. So, in other words, hey, I've had protests outside my. I'm sure they wanted to come kill you. Is that what they were looking for? No, they, that was not the case. That's that's not the situation. We're talking about people who want to exact violence because there's an un there's an illogical unreasonable response, a visceral response. I think it's pure evil, in fact. I think it might be demonic from some of these people who want to continue to be able to kill babies in the womb. Really, there's no other way to put this, folks. You've got to stop tiptoeing, especially with language. Stop tiptoeing around the issues and say what it is. Call it what it is. It's murder, plain and simple. Plain and simple. So how about uh, pre- resident, what's calling resident Biden? <laughs> how about where we are today? I, you know, it's interesting. I, I, this weekend, watching more of the comments come through on our Facebook page, we've got a couple of things that have gone viral and through the uh, through the roof, and particularly about gas prices, because it seems to be the thing that most people want to talk about right now. I know Democrats want another primetime extravaganza on the uh, sixth show that's going on right now. I know they want that. Um, and they want you, as much as they want you to pay attention and hate Trump, and that's obviously their, their goal, the, 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 real, the real issue, they want to distract you from what we're really facing, which is the collapse of this country. I paid uh, $5.06 a gallon this weekend for gas, and I almost threw a party. I found it when I was out um, in Sparta, in Michigan. Which is, uh, it tends to be 20, 30 cents different. It was only 15 this time. But I th- almost threw a party when I saw gas for 5.06 a gallon this weekend. I mean, I was excited. I was thrilled. And yet um, we see the national average over $5 a gallon now. We see in Michigan it's 5.20 or something, something along those lines. Um and yet we got people saying that it's not Biden's, that he doesn't have any control. Oh, by the way, it's the great, this is it. It's the greedy oil companies. It's either Trump's fault or the greedy oil companies, or it's Putin's fault, all of those things. All of those arguments fail to take into consideration the cold, hard truth. He told you he was going to do this. Two years ago. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. pipeline infrastructure? Yes. And, yes. And, and, exactly. and, and, and. No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. Uh-huh. There you go. Would there be any place? The answer is yes. I don't care about you. I don't care about the little people. None of us do. And, of course, the agenda has nothing to do with that. The agenda has absolutely nothing. The agenda is about control. This is the, the party of tolerance, the party of the working man, apparently.
supposedly. That is, uh, that's what he said. By by the way, did you see him? Uh, is, this is the. This, this is over the weekend. Uh, he says it, it, it was quite an interesting clip. About to jump on a plane, asked whether or not he's decided to visit Saudi Arabia, who previously called a pariah to beg for more oil, because that's the situation we're in right now. We used to be energy independent. You remember that? Oh, man. Do you know the day Joe Biden took office? And I do mean that, took office. 239 a gallon? It was two thirty-nine a gallon the day he took office. It is more than doubled. That was the national average. More than doubled. Of course, it's Putin's fault. So now he's got to go beg for oil in Saudi Arabia. We're we're begging that we were getting it from the Russians. We funded this whole Ukraine thing. That's an inconvenient truth that nobody wants to talk about or look at. And on top of it all, now we're getting it from Venezuela, of all places. And now their people are pouring across our borders here. Isn't that something? There's nothing to see here, I guess. But he was asked, will you go to Saudi Arabia, who he earlier called a pariah? He said no, and then 20 seconds later he said he was going. So your guess is as good as mine uh, what the resident will be doing. He doesn't know when he's leaving his basement when he's not. Have you decided, sir, whether to go to Saudi Arabia? No, not yet. What would be the uh, holding up the decision at this point? Are there commitments you're waiting for from the Saudis or on the negotiations over peace? No, no. Commitments from the Saudis don't relate to anything having to do with energy. It happens to be a larger meeting taking place in Saudi Arabia. That's the reason I'm going. And it has to do with national security for them, for Israelis. I have a program. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh huh. That's, uh, yeah. So I'm not going, but I am. And here's why. It's a you-know-what show. It's a you-know-what show. you got to help me find theme music for the January 6th trial. Let's see if we can do this. Is this is this good? Do you like this? <laughs> Here come the clowns. Is that good? Do you like that? The January 6th... Uh, I kind of like that. That's okay. Let's see. What is this? It's kind of like a pipe organ. I don't know if I like that one. we got to find our theme music for the January 6th. The sixth show is what we're calling it now. The circus sideshow hearings. I don't know if I like that one. It's kind of a carnival thing, though. I'm looking for a little, something a little less electronic, more band, you know, more of a big band type thing. Oh, this is it. This is it. There we go. We have a winner. <laughs> yes, we do. There it is. We have a winner, folks. Oh, man. Here he goes. You know, just imagine any time we hear from this guy. We get to hear. <laughs> Anytime we hear from the January 6th committee, we just play this music. 
now they have their theme song, and they 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 could be happy about that. Liz Cheney and the rest of them. Here come the clouds, folks! They're all trying to fit. It's crazy. All these folks in here are trying to fit in the same car at once. It's a hurricane. We, right oh, now, it's kind of sunny. Boy. Things are doing fine. <laughs> you know, everyone thinks the, the Fed can handle this. That hurricane is right out there. Sometimes they don't know whether to laugh or cry. You see, you better brace yourself. Here's the deal. Hurricane. Come on, man. Here's the deal. It's a hurricane. Come on, man. How about this story? I saw it today. I thought, wow, this is something. Um... Big news, big news on the economic front. Bank of America warns future inflation shocks, declares technical recession. The economic hurricane season's here, apparently. Now, what caused this? Was this global warming, climate change, or regime change that, uh, that caused this? Bank of America warns future inflation shocks declares technical recession. They issued a warning inflation shock in the United States isn't over yet, and the economy is in technical recession, even if most people are aware of it. What was it, 8.3%? Inflation, 8.3% we heard on Friday. Of course, the Fed saying they're going to take action this week. We'll hear from them. Interest rates headed up. U.S. annual inflation rose to 8.6% in May, the highest level in 40 years, 8.6. That was it, 8.6. Key drivers such as food, energy, and housing showed no signs of abating. The markets now anticipate a more aggressive response from the Federal Reserve, which may result in larger economic downturn. In short, inflation shock isn't over. Michael Hartnett, the bank's chief investment strategist, Bank of America, said. It's just the beginning, and the growth shock is on the way. He's also said there's, quote, no release valve from the peak in yields and that the bear market rally is to consensus. So do with that what you, uh, whatever you will. Global markets, U.S. stock futures fell earlier today, indicating a downbeat start to the trading week. Down, what was it, 880 points on on uh, Friday. Where are we? Let's check at CNBC. Let's check where we are right now. Oh, down. 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 It's got a little ticker over on the side on Fox News. Just a tiny little Dow Watch ticker. Do you think we dip below 30,000 today? It's down 700 already. Oh, boy. Not good. Consumer price index rose by 8% in May, raising fears that the Federal Reserve will have to act even more aggressively to try and tame inflation. Shockwaves weren't felt more acutely in Asia, were felt most acutely in Asia, it says today. Japan's Nikkei closed down 3%. 
and the yen weakened to the lowest level in more than 20 years. By the way, though, in the meantime, pay more attention to what's happening in the January 6 hearings. That's where we want your attention right now. Yes, the January, January 6 hearings, folks. Open the pipeline, close the borders. We could fix a lot of problems in just a couple of simple steps there. There's so much more that we're being attacked from all angles right now. Folks, if you haven't already done it, prepare with Justin.com. You want to get ready, you can... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, the inflation, it, we, we're just getting started, they're saying. We're just getting started. So whether or not you buy a little bit extra, this is very simple. They talk about prepping and what you can do. You can go to the store and buy a little bit more here and there. You see some things on sale, buy a little bit more. Buy two of this, three of that, whatever it might be. If you can buy a little bit more, do that. We've been doing that for the last six to nine months now. Little by little. Not, I'm not, you know, doing a, a, anything crazy. But just do a little bit. Think about not just you, your family, but your friends, your neighbors, maybe folks at your church. Have you had those conversations? Preparewithjustin.com. The folks at My Patriot Supply are helping you gear up 24 five-year shelf life on some of the storable food they have. Um, God forbid that you will need it. But God knows it really feels like that day is coming closer. Save $50 right now on a four-week emergency food supply. They have an ultimate solar power cooking food kit. You can get $232 off today. Either one of those great deals. Just do something. Whether you whether or not you use these folks, obviously you can help support what we're doing here today. But you can also get ready for you and your family for the future tomorrow. Hey, Steve, I see you in the chat. I know you wanted to talk some farming stuff. Do you want to give me some updates and, and maybe as it relates to what you're talking about and what you're seeing here? Steve in the chat. He and his wife, uh, Shelly, they've got a farm. I know they're saying things. If you want to call me, 616-20 or no, 616-774-2424. And I can we can have a quick conversation at the very least. I'd like to get your take on some of this stuff if you're in a position where you can talk. <clears throat> if not, that's okay too. Food shortages continue. We're seeing issues there as well. I, I the thing that I've been seeing. And I'll try and see if we get our good friend uh, Mark to join us one of these days in the trucking industry. He, he was giving us the latest on some of this uh, a while back. But um, the fuel issues, diesel particularly. And um, these trucks, I mean, it's getting so bad. The price is getting so high. It's getting so out of control that... Um, These trucks are parking. A lot of these guys are parking. Like independent, 
owner-operators? They're parking. They're saying, well, I just can't afford to drive. We can't afford this right now, so we're not going to operate. So some of them saying, hey, if you continue to see issues, maybe you're looking on the shelf and you see, like, they they just don't have what we need. Be a reason for that. I think this is Steve here. Steve, is that you? Yes, sir, it is. You got me? Hey, brother. How are you, man? Good. Good. You're quiet. I could barely hear you. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try and speak up a little bit. Is that, is that a there little bit better? Go. Good. There you go. Good. So uh, so I want to talk. I want to let you get into a few things, too. But uh, I just saw this. Foreign investments in U.S. farmland triples in the last decade, raising national security fears. And it ought to. We heard China is buying up a lot of it. Bill Gates buying up quite a bit as well, but they say foreign investment. Investigate Midwest used U.S. Department of Agriculture data to call attention to this latest trend. Farmer Joe Maxwell, co-founder of the group Farm Action, told Center Square that control of U.S. farmland by foreign investors is worrisome on a number of fronts. The real question is, who do the people of the United States want to be their farmer? Do they want Saudi Arabia, Canada, China, or other countries to be their farmer? Do they want Bayer or Cargill or other large corporations to be their farmer? The pandemic showed that reliance on multinational corporations for agricultural inputs is a failed system, Maxwell says. That on top of a fact, I saw Smithfield closing um, a plant in in uh, California, I think because they said it's too costly to, to operate out there. Now, Smithfield, folks don't know China bought Smithfield, but they're, they're pork and... Um, and that's just the beginning of some of this stuff. What do yeah, you say? Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> I, a couple of weeks ago, and I'll give you a quick rundown, and I won't get into too many details, but when my dad passed away in 2013, he uh, left his business to my wife, Shelly, mm-hmm. who's in the chat. And one of his contracts is we, he produced a, a piece for GPS for farming, okay? Yeah. And all these years, back in two, since 2008, okay, so we would sell like 30,000, 40,000 of these units per year. And it's a wearable part, so they have to keep replacing them. Through COVID, no issues. It was like nothing happened with us through COVID. It was get the orders, get the orders, get the purchase orders on, so forth. So this year started out good, and... We had a purchase order out. We were, had purchase orders all the way out to July. And June, or uh, yeah, June come along, and I says, you know, I haven't seen any purchase orders. I said, I'm going to email her and find out what's going on. So she emails me back. Everything slowed down due to overseas, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay. Well, on that note, I'm going to have to lay off the people on my line here that, that produced this part. And then Friday, she emailed me and she says, listen, don't do nothing. Um, th- this is forecast week. She said, I'm, I'm trying to, to figure out what's going on because this past week, they want me to cancel that July purchase order and forecast shows zero. So if this is the case, What's that tell us for fall time for food? It's like I was telling Shelly. I said, is this is this going to get that bad come food? Are we going to, I mean, because it didn't affect us in, in 2020 at all. 
But then again, we didn't have diesel prices and we didn't have fertilizer costs. I mean, I went in the tractor supply because, again, we live on a farm. I went in the tractor supply. What was it? Last year I paid for the Roundup, you know, the big gallon jug that you mix with the water. Roundup I paid like, uh, what was it, $49. It's now over $119 for a five-gallon jug. Wow. So I, I don't know what, what's in store, but it's not good. I mean, Shelly's been, been going pretty good on the the Patriot supply, the 25, 20-plus 20 year shelf life. I mean, she's been ordering that. She just asked, told me yes last night. She said, I think I'm going to order another one. I said, yeah, you probably might want to. And I said, I told and then she, she's been pretty good since she's woken up. She's actually almost surpassed me on <laughs> on prepping because she, she was talking about those Jace packs. With the antibiotics, yeah, I yeah. said, I said, move on that too while you're at it. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I don't know what's what's in store. I don't. I, you know, we we talk about automotive and everything else. Um, my Jeep is up come August. I I might just let it go. Mm-hmm. I'll drive the wife's truck or I'll drive one of the kids' cars. So <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We'll see. We'll see how bad it gets. I mean, you know, Shelly's very concerned about it. I get it, but, it, you know, I tell her, like, when we listen to you, you know, I listen to your, your podcast Sunday morning. I thought it was great. I mean, there's really nothing you can do about it except prepare and roll with the punches. I mean, and I get it. Things are tight. People have no money. I mean, like you said, the stock market's down again. It was down 880 Friday. It's down another 700. But, you know, we I, it's like Shelly, too. Shelly's so frustrated because it, it, it you try to talk to people about it, and we're in Lapeer County. We try to talk to people about it, even her family. My parents are both gone, so I have nobody except her and the kids, but... Her parents think she's crazy. Think she's crazy. I mean, if we had a Gestapo police like Australia or Canada mm-hmm. that that said, "Hey, do you know anybody who's not jabbed or this and that that we could go after?" Her mom would turn her in. Guaranteed. Yeah, I, and, I'm. And, I'm afraid of that. There's. I think that that is that day is coming. I but I see that. I, I know. Horizon. Yeah. I know, and and, and that's where Shelly gets upset because she's got no one to talk to. Yeah. I get it. I get it. That, that's part of why why I think it's so important what we do here, the conversations we have here, because uh, we can talk with each other. We can have these conversations together. And, oh, God, uh, I love your show. I love your show. I love your podcast, everything. I thought the doctor that you had on last week was awesome. I got the chills from it. It was awesome. I mean, I was sick for two weeks, and I still laid on the couch, and I still watched it <laughs> every morning. <laughs> Well, well, thank you, brother. I, I appreciate that. We're not alone. That's something that we need to, to keep in mind. Uh, and the, the encouraging part, the hopeful part, God is still on the throne. I know there's a lot of bad news out there, folks, but God is still on the phone. In fact, hang on. Yeah. 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 I have to have to agree with you. I just don't know where this is going. When this when this farming thing hit, I was I was kind of, it. you know, I'm always with Shelly going, you know, well, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Calm down. You know, take a chill pill. And now that I see this, 
I go, wow, what's really going to happen? What's really going to happen? God wins, I mean, folks. God wins. I got the uh, I got the the mug right here. God wins. I'm watching you on my laptop. <laughs> I love that cup. I might get that cup. <laughs> you get go, go go grab one. We got them in the store right now. Anybody that wants a twenty percent off everything, Dad twenty in the in the store right now. Dad twenty. Um, awesome. <laughs> dads dads need one of these, by the way. Hey, and you're welcome to come by the farm anytime too. I got eggs coming out of my. You know what? Hey, what about the price of eggs right now? Do you sell them or do you just use them for yourself? You know, we, we try to keep we try to keep just the locals and whoever recommends. I mean, Shelly doesn't put it out on Facebook and this and that. She doesn't. I mean, I, I agree with her. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want any, every Tom, Dick, and Harry coming over to the farm right. to pick up eggs and that. But, you know, we processed some pigs about a couple years ago, and then we just processed the cow about two, three months ago. And. You know, we come from the city, and we, we've been out here on the farm for about five years now. So got 12-acre farm and, and just living it, living it. Yeah, it's work. Mm-hmm. A little bit more expensive, you know, to feed the animals and so forth. But, I mean, I, I'll take it over an association fee or association <laughs> yeah, group telling yes. me what I can and can't do. You and me both. You and me both. So, oh, man. It, you know, Um. But other than that, man, yeah, I just wanted to call you and tell you, you know, I mean, your listeners, I, I, I know I, they're, they're all over on Facebook and Rumble and that. But, yeah, if, they, if you have the means to get that Patriot supply, do it. Yeah. Do it. Check it out, folks, at uh, preparewithjustin.com is the uh, website, preparewithjustin.com. I'm going to have, see if we can, uh, see if we can get... Mark, who talked about the trucking issues um, a little bit earlier, well, I don't know if it was last year or this year, but uh, we'll see if we can get Mark to come on and talk a little bit about those two. Here's the story I got now, Stephen. I'll just get your comment on this. But truckers are sounding major alarm bells about the looming gas crisis, and frankly, I think we should listen to them. Facebook post from the owner of Texas Trucking Company went viral last week after he warned that skyrocketing diesel prices could have long-term consequences for the U.S. supply chain. Austin Smith, owner of Iron River Express, said it cost him over $20,000 a week to keep his three trucks running. If something drastic doesn't change in the next few weeks or months, I promise you, you'll see empty shelves, he said, everywhere you look. Smith wrote in a post that was shared nearly 290,000 times. On Facebook, he says, you'll see chaos as people fight for the basic necessities of everyday life. So uh, I talked a little bit about this earlier, but I don't think people realize how close to the edge we are on some of this stuff. Exactly. Some of the gas stations in Lapeer will uh, will out of diesel. Not off-road diesel, the pink diesel. I'm talking regular diesel they were out of. I have a 300-gallon tank. I had Shelly call and, and, and a couple months ago fill it up mm-hmm. and for the tractors and so forth and the bobcats and that, and I haven't touched it yet. I haven't touched it yet. But gas cans, I got, what, five, six gas cans I fill up, throw them in the barn, propane tanks for barbecues. I got three or four of them, throw them in the barn batteries, flashlights, generators. Generators key. Big time. 
generator's key. And I don't care if it's the solar one or gas because now they got the new ones that run off uh, the propane barbecue tanks or fuel. Mm-hmm. Just flip a switch. Generators are going to be huge. I mean, you, you've been talking about that, the rolling blackouts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were without power last year. Mm-hmm. And I, we live on a well. So if you lose power, how are you going to get water? Yeah. Right? So I had to wire up the house, and I got the generator going. And I do all that stuff myself, pneumatics, hydraulics, electrical, 50 years old. So I've been in the, the automotive industry, robotics industry, maintenance industry, all that. So now I'm teaching my kids that. So, but, yeah, generator's huge. If you don't have one, I it, I tell I, – my 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 wife has a girlfriend. I tell her, I said, tell her to get a generator. She lives in Rochester. <laughs> mm. She had storms. They get knocked out power all the time. Yeah. Get a generator. Get a generator. Months go by. Did you get one? No. Did you get one? No. I, I don't know. You, you try to you try to tell people. I get it. They're they're somewhat expensive. But if you want to lose five hundred dollars in your freezers, refrigerators, or do you want to pay three, four, five hundred dollars for a generator? I guess, you know. Yeah. And I'm not talking about wiring up your whole house. Start it up on a driveway and run an extension cord in your house to the refrigerator, to the freezer in your garage. It's big. It's big. It's a big necessity. I never. When we uh, look at when we went when Michigan, the whole southeast Michigan was out went without power. The whole east coast without power in in in, in what the early two thousands, two thousand one, two thousand two, I think it was. Mm-hmm. We we didn't have a generator, and I just and Shelly, we just had our firstborn, yeah. and we were we were kind of you know bent over in that position because we didn't have anything. And we had a newborn where we had to, you know, do the formula, baby formula, and all that stuff. And yeah, it was awful. It was awful. But yeah, prepare. I, I don't know what's coming. It don't look good at all. And I don't, like you said, I don't want to scare anybody. But being aware, being alert, being a little nervous. Look how fast the toilet paper went in 2020 when 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 that. All went out. But yeah. I, I told Shelly, we were at the grocery store. I said, listen, I said, you know, we probably want to stock up on some meat. For approximately two weeks there, the Kroger's in Lapeer was out of meat. Yeah. Out of chicken, out of meat. I mean, they got it back in, but still, you don't know. We buy strawberries at Kroger's like we did last week. They lasted two days before they molded. Oh, wow. So how old is this stuff sitting in the cargo ships and, and so forth? That I don't even know if China's up and running yet. Or are they still all on lockdown? Are the freighter ships still over there? All sitting in the... I don't know. Yeah. I haven't heard anything. I can't find anything. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Folks, we don't, I don't talk about this stuff to, 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 to make you afraid. I, 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 I want you to have a healthy respect for maybe the, just to, to being aware of this stuff. I don't, I don't ever want to cause a spirit of fear, but I, but I do want you to be aware because I believe if you have this information, you can take some prudent steps 
some wise steps. You say, what would that be? Well, I, I think you probably need to ask God what he would have you do. Because, you know, some, some there is, you know, the Bible does say that he's going to provide for you. So, so you know, uh, the birds of the field, you know, talks about, do I not feed them? And, and, um, and, I, and so I understand those things. But also, if you are feeling the conviction, if you're feeling led to look into this stuff, to to look at it, uh, it might be because he'd like to use you not just to help, obviously, your family and, and, and yourself, but he'd like to use you to help other people as well. There is a point that yeah. we could be a blessing to other people. And I, and I do believe in a broader, as we sort of pull out focus a little bit more and look at the, the, the world, well, your world, maybe your town, your area, that we could develop those connections with each other, with your neighbors, with the people that the, that do have farms, you know, like Steve. If you knew Steve, you live close to him, you know, you could work together on different projects. He might need some help on, on that farm. Well, if you go over and help him, maybe he's got a, a little bit of extra uh, that he could pay you, you know, as far as uh, food goes. I don't, I don't know. I mean, but we've got to have these conversations, and we've got to be looking and thinking about what we can do um, in order to— They call that— yeah, they call that MAGs, mutual agreement groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and, and and Justin, real quick, they got there's comments in here that says you know you have to have gas for your generator. I get it. What what I have is I have a tractor that runs off diesel with a PTO generator mm-hmm. that I have a 300 gallon tank that'll take me two three weeks. Mm-hmm. It'll carry me two or three weeks. I get it. So yeah, if you have a generator. Store gas and don't use it. Use it, save it strictly just for your generator. Why you can get gas now at 519, 520. I don't know how high it's going up. I saw prepper channels that say it could go up to 10 bucks by August, right. September. I've heard that too. So I, I don't know. So, yes, you need fuel to. Now, the Patriot supply too. You have the solar generator that works too. Mm-hmm. Buy your solar panels, throw them out on the back porch. And bring your unit inside, power your fridges, your freezer, so forth. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, go ahead. We're gonna have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have somebody on in the next couple of weeks, podcast wise. That is is um is is has great extensive knowledge in this prepper um, communities and what you should do, the things you should keep in mind. We'll keep we'll we'll keep pushing this because I want people to be informed and I want these resources available to you if you haven't ever thought about this. It's really easy. You go on YouTube and just type that stuff in, you know, prepare, prepper, things like that, and you'll get answers. Um, I don't have them all. I'm just starting to come to grips with some of these things as well. But we ought to think about these things. We ought to have these these conversations and um, at least w- look into some of this stuff. Steve, i got to wrap this thing up. I appreciate yes, you uh, taking the time to, to join me this morning. Thank you very much, Steve. No, oh, I always love talking to you, buddy. All right, you take care. Happy Father's Day. Thank you, brother. You too. Wow, you know, uh, Steve in the chat over on Facebook, and I think sometimes he goes into Rumble, but uh, good guy, and that's kind of what we, we, you know, part of this this whole thing when we stream this online is about having, I don't know, it's a community. That's kind of this word that's always used. I don't really mean that. I mean, but it is a family. It's a group of people you can have these conversations with. You can talk about these things with each other, and, of course, I think we ought to. I think we're being led. We're being called to do some of that. All right, I'm going to give you an abbreviated. Some of this stuff will be, will probably still be good tomorrow. So I'm going to give you an abbreviated version of the Rona report. 
So I do want to get to, to some of this today. But the abbreviated version uh, is out today. Is there a little bit more about monkeypox out there? Is there? I think I saw something like that. Let's see. What do we have here today in the Rona Report for the high grace to help himself? Mr. Booster, St. Anthony of Wuhan. There's a new and mysterious illness, disease afflicting young people's hearts and baffling experts. Maybe we'll dive into that a little bit more tomorrow. It's called SADS. Have you seen this? It's like a sudden adult death syndrome. So you've heard of sudden infant death syndrome, sad southern adult death syndrome. Well, why are all these healthy, supposedly healthy young people dying? Whatever it is, it's certainly not. I'm sure the safe and effective experimental medical treatments that are out on the market, and some have been man- mandated to take. Good news for travelers. The CDC is dropping its testing requirements. We talked a little bit about that over, I think it may have been Friday, which is sort of the, not a lot of news out there on the uh, the Rona reports. I think on Friday, I think that was the news, is that there wasn't a lot. But then today, it's just like when it rains, it pours. A new report from the FDA says Pfizer's jab appears to be, quote, safe and effective for kids under five. And there are parents out there. They're probably the same parents that would take their kids to a drag, time, drag queen story time that would abuse them by giving them this safe, quote, safe and effective jab, which kids don't need, it would appear. Of course, we've heard that from doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough. If you haven't listened to his podcast, Steve was just talking about that. Uh, but he was our guest on this week's podcast. If you go to um, West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley, and I search that anywhere you get your podcast, the iHeartRadio app, you'll be able to listen to it. More than an hour he did with us. The Moderna jab also looks to be affected for the age group as well, although not as much as the Pfizer Fauci ouchie. An FDA panel will meet Wednesday before the FDA makes its final. What do you think their, their final decision is going to be? What a mystery. What a mystery. Infants and toddlers. Infants and toddlers. So I'm going to save some of the rest for tomorrow. But Twitter's at it again, unsafe. Twitter flags peer-reviewed CDC study that found plunging jab efficacy. So let's get this straight. The CDC did a study. The CDC, the Centers for Deceit and Confusion here in uh, the U.S., they did a study, and it found plunging efficacy in the jab. When you post it online, Twitter said, that's unsafe information. So, social media company leaves Surgeon General's disputed claims from another CDC study intact. Doctors accuse feds of promoting Misinformation, scaremongering, and Surgeon General Vivek Murthy promoted findings from a non-peer-reviewed CDC study that found unjabbed children at much higher risk of hospitalization than peers. Basically, fake news. Fake news. Twitter saw no reason to intervene. 
The social media giant had the opposite reaction when other Twitter users shared a, quote, peer-reviewed CDC study, the CDC's own information, that found Pfizer jab and the the efficacy, whether or not it works or not, right? That, That would be the effective part. Against symptomatic infection for ages 12 to 15 hits zero. Goose egg. Zilch. Nada. By four months. And turns negative by seven months. So that means they would be getting sicker than those that didn't take the jab. Sandy says, oh, yes, the CDC is the Center for Diseases and Control. So Twitter slapped that study with a warning published last month in the Journal of the American Medical Association with an unsafe link warning signaling possible violent or misleading content that could be could lead to real-world harm. The platform took the action even though it apparently left alone a similar study. The CDC researchers that I just told you about. Uh, more on Twitter coming up tomorrow. Tech Tuesday will dive in. A Google engineer, you want to talk about scary, spooky at least, a Google engineer thinks AI has come to life. And, you know, let me, I don't want to, I I don't want to run right past that. I want to let that settle for a a minute. Google engineer thinks AI, the Google AI has come to life. Now, I don't know. Maybe this guy's a little, you know, wacky himself. But a Google engineer is out there talking about that. Maybe maybe we ought to hear about it. You will tomorrow during Tech Tuesday. There is a story uh, or two out there that I that I I'm you know we just didn't have a chance to get to today, but I will tomorrow. The Democrats are kind of making their moves to stop Biden from running in 2024 or discourage him. AOC commented on it yesterday or over the weekend. It really is fascinating. You, I think you'll enjoy hearing this story coming up uh, tomorrow. We'll, we'll uh, try and get that too. And as the January 6th, or as I like to call it, the six show <laughs> hearings are happening this morning on Fox News. Playing some of it, it looks like. The January 6th hearings happening now. Um, I, uh, there was a surprise at the call. Who was surprised? Most, most everyone in the room. Were you being one of them? They are showing clips that are usually out of context, uh, maybe even deceptively uh, added. And uh, I don't know who this is. Because is this the uh, Fox News was oh, the Fox. first one to go out and say that? That's Jason. So was it anger kind of directed towards Fox News for making a call more so than a disappointment that maybe the campaign lost Arizona? All the above. So both anger and disappointment. Uh, both disappointment with Fox and... Um, Concerned that maybe so they're trying to paint the picture that Trump is, you know, of course, he was upset that Arizona was called the Fox. Guess what? Trump wasn't the only one. Americans couldn't believe it. And now, as we see in Arizona, now the, the January 6th committee won't tell you this, but there was blatant, obvious, provable 
evidence of fraud over and over and over and over and over again. That yes, this is uh, January 6th. It's Trump's fault. It's Fox News' fault. Uh, apparently, that's uh, that's who who is to blame in this situation, in this scenario. Uh, it is day whatever it is now of this whole charade, this sideshow circus, the six show. And uh, yet, folks, I don't think we have heard yet from uh, from these folks on Ray Epps at all. Have we heard anything on Ray Epps? Have you heard anything? I've seen nothing from the folks on the committee about uh, Ray Epps. Let's take a listen, by the way. This is, this is Ray Epps. Uh, this is what January fifth. What? Listen to what he says. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? No. Peacefully. Then. 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 Tomorrow. I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need. We let's need to say. go. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. Pardon me. I don't. I didn't. I didn't know that was coming. Uh, a little, little, uh, little language in there. But there you go. What? No, no rules from. Uh, no questions about. And there he is. There he is. Ray Epps on the day of the six. There's. There's also. He's telling people to go into the Capitol. But this guy hasn't been arrested. They arrested a a, a, a gubernatorial candidate, in the state of Michigan. When we go in, are we going to get arrested? If we go up there? Yeah. You don't need to get shot. So he's telling people to go into the gap. Here he goes, whispers in some guy's in some guy's ear. He's gonna go tell him something. He's whispering his ear. This guy with the "Make America Great Again" hat on, and then just moments later, that guy with the rest of the group starts putting. Now this guy with this black thing back here, or some of these other black wearing all black. You don't think those were all patriots, do you? By the way, as this is happening, I think that speech was still going on at the time. Well, I'm sure they're getting to Ray Epps. I'm sure, yeah, no, uh, have no fear, folks. They, I'm sure they're going to get there at some point. It's just a matter of time before the sixth show rolls out the cloud. Yep. I'm sure it's just a matter of time, folks. Have no fear in the end. Remember, God wins. Anything you grab uh, when you're at the store, by the way, justinbarkley.com. Make sure you take 20% off with uh, coupon code DAD20 for Father's Day this weekend, dads and grads. And to be sure that you get your Father's Day present, because this is the only one I can really guarantee that they will get there by Father's Day. So books, but you got to get them in, I'd say, by Wednesday at the latest. You can grab my book, Good News, Hope, and Encouragement for Trying Times. That'll uh, that'll be up on the, the website when you go to justinbarkley.com. Use coupon code BOOK and you'll get free shipping. So it's about five, six bucks off. Coupon code BOOK when you go to justinbarclay.com and grab my book, Good News, Hope and Encouragement for Trying Times for the Dads and the Grads. Anytime you celebrate, you help us at all with any of these things you support, whether it's the folks at Patriot Switch, whether it's uh, preparewithjustin.com, you grab something off of my store, or the brand new Test drive with Justin.com, a brand new uh, product that I'm actually testing out right now. It's an additive and a treatment that goes right in your tank. It says it burns this uh, the fuel no matter what it is. Gas, diesel, any combustion engine makes it burn cleaner. It'll save you in the long run. 
I'm going to test it out myself. You can test it with me. Test drive with Justin.com. That's test drive with Justin.com. And when you do, they'll give you a 60 day money back guarantee. You can test it out to see if it works for you. Test drive with Justin.com on anything from your car, your truck, your tractor, your snowmobile, or even your lawnmower, the boat, you name it. That's it, folks. Back tomorrow morning right here at 9.06. Make it a great day. God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.